Welcome to The Motivated Mind, where I challenge you to expand your perspective on how to achieve a successful life through motivational lessons, reflections, and interviews with other motivated minds. What is up? Welcome to episode 230. Thanks so much for listening. It means so much to me. If I've brought you any value, please be sure to leave a review and hit that subscribe button. Don't be a stranger. Shoot me a DM on Instagram or Facebook. Let me know what you want to hear more of, and please be sure to share the podcast. I'm truly grateful for your support. Thank you. You can learn all the skills in the world, math, business, writing, but the right mindset will always trump them all. It's the great unlock to all other skills. Success and happiness come down to one single component, and that's mindset. In order to achieve our goals in life, our mindset needs to match those aspirations. And this is exactly what I pack into my free weekly newsletter. As a free subscriber, you receive the Mastering Your Mindset newsletter once per week, where I break down step-by-step processes to master your mindset and practical growth tips. If you haven't subscribed, but you enjoy the content I drop on this podcast, then you're missing out. Click the link in the show notes to subscribe for free to the Mastering Your Mindset newsletter. Want to make a podcast? Spotify's got a platform that lets you make one super easily, then distribute it everywhere, and even earn money all in one place for free. It's called Spotify for Podcasters, and here's how it works. Spotify for Podcasters lets you record and edit podcasts right from your phone or computer. So no matter what your setup is like, you can start creating today. Then you can distribute your podcast to Spotify and everywhere else podcasts are heard. Video podcasts are also available on Spotify. With Spotify for Podcasters, you can earn money in a variety of ways, including ads and podcast subscriptions. And best of all, it's totally free with no catch. Ever since I discovered Spotify for Podcasters, I feel like it's allowed me to be more creative because I've been able to simplify the admin aspect of my podcast and focus on developing more valuable and creative content. I highly recommend you give it a try. Download the Spotify for Podcasters app or go to www.spotify.com backslash podcasters to get started. What's the difference between the greatest leaders, high achievers, productive employees versus those that are average? They exhibit high performance habits consistently, no matter what they do or where they find themselves. High performers are 400% more productive than average ones. Will Durant wrote, We are what we repeatedly do. Excellence, then, is not an act, but a habit. So, what are these habits that can turn us into a high performer? How do we master these habits? Number one, seek clarity. A simple approach to seeking clarity is to focus on four things. Self, skills, social, and service. 
These four pillars allow us to cut the fat and narrow things down to the most critical bridges to clarity. So how do we ensure we are focusing on these four pillars? Ask yourself, how do I want to describe my ideal self? These can be desired qualities or things that you would like to do or both. Here's what's really powerful about keeping this ideal self in our mind more often than our current image of ourselves. We're more inclined to act like that ideal self because now it takes up mental real estate. This means that anytime we enter any situation, rather than seeing ourselves as this limited individual and focusing on the potential limiting aspects of who we are today and what we lack, we can now shift our focus and attention to this ideal self, what's possible and what we want, who we aspire to be, the best version of ourselves rather than what we don't have. Next, how do I want to behave socially? This is part of describing our ideal self in a way. For example, not being afraid of singing in your car when someone is looking directly at you. Being confident when you have or want to speak to someone, whatever the situation. Being able to tell your friends who you've known for several years now exactly what you think about anything. Being able to walk around town with your head up, not constantly worrying about trying to appear natural while avoiding eye contact with anyone that notices you. Ask yourself, what skills do I want to develop and demonstrate? What service do I want to provide? Now, these are not questions we answer once and pounce on the answers through action. That's a a fraction of it. It's critical that we constantly ask ourselves these questions and constantly analyze the answers. By consistently reflecting on these questions and answers, you will be guaranteed to have an edge. Number two, generate energy. Most people bleed and leak energy and intention between transitioning from task to task, such as transitioning from meeting to meeting or transitioning from project to project. These transition periods are often overlooked, but these transitions are critical. When we try to multitask or hold information in our working memory. It's extremely exhausting and draining on our brains. This causes us to be less efficient and burn more energy than we think. And this burn compounds throughout the day. These transition periods add up until we hit 2 or 3 p.m. and then our bodies start to slide into a lower gear and drag. These transitions are a silent killer that most are unaware of. Transitioning from task to task, especially 
in between tasks at the same time eats up 20 to 80% of our overall productivity. In other words, task switching between two tasks at a time equals 40% of your productive time for each and 20% loss to context switching, aka multitasking. In order to become a high performer, we must master these transitions. So how do we master these transitions? We need to avoid two things. Our schedules being either too full, meaning too many things to work on, or too empty, meaning not enough structure to stay focused. But most importantly, we need to take breaks. These can be two forms of breaks. Taking a quick break between those tasks, projects, or meetings, be sure to schedule at least 15 minutes within these transition periods to close your eyes, to meditate, to give yourself a short psychological break. This ensures that we are releasing our tension and focus from one activity so we are primed to take on the next. On top of this, we need to make sure we give our minds and bodies a break every 45 to 60 minutes. And the nice thing about this structure is that it allows us to plan our day in those chunks. We are no good to ourselves, our mission, or others if we are running off fumes. Number three, raise necessity. One of the keys to our high performance is asking ourselves why it's important for us to perform well. I read this interesting story that I think you'll each find value in. It was about an Olympic gold medal sprinter. And this sprinter was being interviewed, specifically asked questions about the high competition sport he was in. The individual interviewing him asked, when you're lined up against all these other sprinters and the difference in winning and losing is hundreds of a second, how do you know who is going to win? He answered, I would put my money on the person who says, I'm going to do this for my mother. High performance individuals notoriously tell themselves why it's important for them to succeed at whatever they do. They all associate a deep sense of identity with performing with excellence. That means that they don't just find meaning performing with excellence is so critical to their identity that it's almost like food and water. So turning ourselves into a high performer means we often need to ask ourselves a very critical question. Who needs me right now? This could be our family, our teammates, our customers, or our employees. Now, of course, it's critical 
that we don't forget about ourselves when asking this question. Self-care is the most critical care. Being a high performer means we double down on our efforts to help others out of a sense of duty, which leads to excellent performance, something that we all need to keep in mind. Becoming a high performer means that we often feel the necessity to perform well out of a sense of duty to someone or something beyond ourselves. Someone is counting on us, or we understand that we're trying to fulfill a promise or responsibility to others. Number four, increase productivity. Now, don't mistake this for just doing a lot of things, accomplishing a lot of tasks, and simply checking off a box. I'm referring to productivity surrounding metrics and objectives that matter. Not fluff, not fat. So how do we increase this productivity? The fundamentals of becoming more productive are setting goals and maintaining energy and focus. And this is because clear and challenging goals are the starting point. It removes all the junk that doesn't matter and allows us to stay in tune with all that we need to drive towards. And let's be honest with ourselves. Keeping focused isn't easy in the modern era with information overload, distractions, and interruptions, all which diminishes productivity. So what can we do to increase our productivity? How do we set clear goals How do we maintain energy and focus as it relates to our goals? We need to be attached and focused on the goal. If not, we are going to struggle to accomplish said goal. When we set goals for ourselves, it is important that they motivate us, meaning that we truly understand the value of working towards that goal. And achieving that goal. If we have little to no interest in that goal. If we haven't evaluated the potential impact of hitting that goal as it relates to our lives. If we haven't dissected the why behind that goal. Or envision the potential outcome of achieving that goal. Then the chances of putting off that goal increase. Which means the chances of achieving that goal dwindle substantially. When we set goals for ourselves, we need to understand what value will it bring to my life if I achieve this goal? What will change about my life? What does this goal mean to me? Why is this a worthy goal? This gives us a framework to evaluate potential goals and qualify those goals. On the energy side, this means that we are taking care of ourselves. Things like getting the appropriate rest, getting the appropriate nutrition, exercising, continually focusing on positive thinking and emotions. All of these things help to ensure that we maintain our energy. Our bodies are highly complex and sophisticated organisms. With this complexity and sophistication comes this necessity to provide it with the resources it needs 
to keep going. And not just on a quarter tank, a full tank, because this is where most of our incredible work happens. Number five, develop influence. Becoming a high performer means developing influence by teaching others how to think and challenging them to grow. When we can teach people how to think, we can change their lives. Because the gateway, the highway to happiness and success starts with the way that we view and think about the world and our situation. So how do we shape the beliefs and behaviors of others? We just ask for what we want more. The most simple way to get someone to follow or buy into our idea is to ask them. Many studies show that people are more willing to say yes up to three times as often as people thought they would. And other studies show that people overestimate at which point they will be judged for their ideas. So in other words, the people who ask for what they want have two things in common that are highly correlated to high performance. They are clear on what they want and are willing to take a risk that will help them learn and grow. Next, we give and don't look for anything in return. Lastly, we become a champion of the people. Appreciating people is the first step to becoming a champion of the people. And here's a little exercise. Think about the most influential person in your life. When you have that person in mind, ask yourself these three questions. What specifically made each person so influential to you? What was the greatest lesson each person taught you about life? What value or traits did they inspire you to embody in your own life? Now, the last part of this is putting all of this into practice. Start using phrases such as, think of it this way. What if we approached it this way? What do you think about this? These phrases shift not only our own thought process, but over time, in lockstep, they train the people around us, training others how to think. And this is because when we impact someone else's thoughts in a positive way, we have influence. Number six, demonstrate courage. Let's be honest. Choosing to bring courage to every facet of our lives is not an easy task because it means we are pulling ourselves out of our comfort zone, which as I've covered before, is one of the biggest challenges for many people. Being courageous comes in many different forms, and it's a trait we're all capable of embodying. So how do we demonstrate this courage? Face difficulties head on. We need to honor the struggle. The key is that we don't get frustrated or overwhelmed by things like opposition, inertia, or challenges. These things certainly pose challenges 
in our lives, ones that may very well struggle to work through, but that struggle should not necessarily dictate the outcome negatively. It should catapult us to conclusions, to solutions. When we practice this consistently, we teach ourselves that we have what it takes to overcome obstacles. When we try to avoid these difficulties, we not only miss out on growth opportunities for ourselves, but also the chances to set an example and demonstrate courage for others. This merely perpetuates this limiting behavior. Next, don't be afraid to go against the grain. This means departing from the norm or speaking up for ourselves. This could mean being innovative when we would normally rely on others for a solution or direction. This also means standing up for our values and beliefs. Ask yourself, when was the last time I took a stand for a cause, value, or belief that was important to me? We need to take opportunities to show our pride for our values and courageously exemplify those values in our daily lives to inspire others. Next, ask for help. Now, this might seem like a contradiction, but it's quite the opposite. Asking for help when we need it is one of the most courageous things we can do because we not only create opportunities for collaboration and new insights, but we also show others that it's okay to ask and learn on each other, ask and lean on each other. This increases the odds of others around us leaning into a similar behavior. Next, share your truth and your ambitions. Each day, reveal to others what you're really thinking and what you really want in life. And lastly, find someone to fight for. Remember who depends on you and you will find the will and the courage to fight for them. These courageous shifts can turn us into the high performer we've envisioned, bringing it to reality. Thanks for listening to The Motivated Mind with your host, Scott Lynch. I hope you enjoyed my deep dive into six habits that can turn you into a high performer. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support the podcast, please share with others, post about it on social media, or leave a rating and review. To catch all the latest from me, you can follow me on Instagram at the motivated underscore mind and on Facebook at the motivated mind podcast. Don't forget to join me every Monday and Thursday for new episodes. I love you all and thanks so much for listening. Motivated Mind is a legacy division.